Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to the King Kong Minute Podcast, the show where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the 2005 film King Kong one minute at a time. My name is Terry. And my name is Steven. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 47. This minute starts with Crewman on the deck of the Venture looking tensely into the fog and ends with an even tenser Captain Englehorn. <laughs> He's definitely high strung. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. So, man, this is, again, another one of those very suspenseful minutes leading up to our arrival to Skull Island. Yes. We're almost there, which is crazy. We're so close. Next week, we finally land on the mm-hmm. island. And We're almost there. Man, guys, we are going to be opening up a lot of the extra additional trivia and content surrounding mm-hmm. the island. Um, it's just, we have a lot to go off of. Um, Steven has his excellent natural history of Skull Island volume, which I gave to yep. him. Um, <laughs> and we also have a uh, another classic uh, volume that I was gifted a long time ago, but honestly is going to really lend itself to just insight. Um, into Skull Island and other stuff, uh, the fabulous fantasy films by Jeff Rovin, um, which has a lot of great stuff to say, especially about the original King Kong. So, it's gonna be exciting. like I said, guys, we got some bloated episodes coming up because mm. we are just going to blather about Skull Island. Yay! It's exciting. But in the meantime, we got another spooky establishing shot! Like I said, guys, do not drink along at home with this, with the establishing <laughs> shots. Um, do not make us liable for your death. <laughs> Definitely, uh, a lot of people listen to podcasts in the car. Definitely don't take a shot if you're driving. Please don't, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think uh, we got two really good shots in this one. We got Jimmy looking at Heart of Darkness, reading yes. it with flashlight, but then he kind of looks up and it's all at tense, and then... The other shot I really like is as it, the ship vanishes into the fog, you just see the lights on the ship. Yeah, that's great. Fog. It's a really good shot. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Anglehorn mm-hmm. telling Hayes to uh, get a depth reading mm-hmm. by a lead line. So I did a little bit of research, and it basically came up with exactly exactly what you would expect. A rope yeah. with a lead line dropped yep. into the water. Or a lead uh, weight uh-huh. dropped into the water to measure Plumbuff. the depth. Sure. Yep. I didn't find that word in my research, but I believe you. Um, <laughs> yes. But, yes. Uh, yep. I, didn't, I don't know what I expected. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> yep. Uh, the crewmate, crewmate, crew member, mm-hmm. who is uh, doing this reading, says uh, there's no bottom at 30 fathoms. So, of course, me being the landlubber I am, I had to look up what a fathom is, which is six feet. A fathom is six feet. So, mm-hmm. 180 feet down, there's no bottom. Just kind of mm-hmm. sailing. Just another one of those systems of measurement that, man, it's just like English measurement. There is real no rhyme or reason to why it's there. Yeah. Or the reasons why it is there are ju- are more unsatisfying than if you didn't know. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, we have uh, at this current point in their journey, uh, 180 feet down, there's no bottom. So... They seem fine, right? There's no, there's no, uh, no bottom yet. They're good. They're just yeah, smooth. It's fine. It's all <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, I had to look up one more thing. 
Englehorn tells uh, Hayes to reduce speed steerage way only. Steerage way, the minimum speed for proper response to the helm. Hmm. So, I guess that's the thing. It has to be going a certain speed, of course, for the, you know, for the, has to be going a certain speed for the rudder to, rudder, I mm. guess, to interact with the helm right. to, to turn. Um, this will come up later, so I'm not going to go into it, but there's a lot of Titanic involved in this mm. with my ridiculous trivia that I know, so I'm probably going to talk about Titanic. I'll try and limit it to just once. And that'll probably be the day after tomorrow. All right. <laughs> but I will talk about Titanic. That's fair. The nautical <laughs> knowledge, there is crossover. Yes. Not to mention a ship slowly approaching a large rock-shaped object and maybe or not hitting it. I don't know. Spoilers. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> um, but yes, he does say to reduce the ship to basically the minimum speed it can go with um while still responding to the helm so uh and then hayes sets the ship's telegraph to tell the engine room to reduce their speed and then he says that anglehorn should stop the ship and i have to wonder i don't know i just feel like that's um what why is the first mate telling the captain what to do i mean it's wise advice um it, it is honestly the best thing to, to do they have absolutely no clear like uh charter ahead they have absolutely no clear course they could be sailing into rocks immediately for all they know yeah there's um still no bottom but that could change very fast as you know may maybe it will <laughs> um it might happen and uh yeah just i don't know i mean it, i almost, i put down in my notes um, is it is it considered a trope for a second-in-command to suggest a wise course of action only for the captain to stubbornly ignore it? I kind of mm. think it is. I wondered... Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the things that transpire may not transpire had Englehorn listened to Hayes, but I feel like he still does a pretty good job given what he is given, which mm. is no visible direction, and, well, really nothing. He's got nothing to go with. Yeah. So it's it's hard to say exactly who would have been right in this scenario. I don't know if Hayes's ans like stopping the ship, you know, I don't really know that that would have helped anything mm -hmm. to be to be. I don't know at this yeah. point. No, I think they are kind of like locked in by fate at this point. Yeah, right. Exactly. The island has a magnetism. Uh huh. Um, or more like the plot has magnetism. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie could happen. Yes, exactly. But that's, I mean, really, that's, like we said yesterday, that's kind of all I got for this minute. There's yeah. not much to it. No, again, things are moving along pretty quickly here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just have some more tense situations as they, they uh, approach Carl's Island. Um, and other than that, that's, that's all I got. Mm -hmm. So, um, I will say you can check out our Instagram. We'll be posting... Um, Basically, our YouTube thumbnails, um, if YouTube allows us to keep it. I thought about that later with some of our mm. audio. They might not. But we will be posting thumbnails of the weeks that we are currently in. Uh, basically, screenshots from the film with uh, digital painting that I've done. So yeah, uh, check out nice. our Instagram. Follow us. Enjoy the paintings. They're fun. Mm -hmm, indeed. And with that, folks, even though it's been super short, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. We just won't keep you. We'll all make sure that the content is quality. <laughs> not rambling, too, at least yeah. not too rambling. Mm -hmm. So with that, Oops. folks, you will hear us when you hear us. 
on the next episode of the, the King, King Kong, Kong Minute. Minute. Bye, everyone.